What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to another big fat episode of Big Ron the Chips Podcast. It's another beautiful day down here in the sunny Southlands. Anyway, this is a big episode. It's 151. 150 fucking one episodes. What the fuck? 151 rum, pineapple juice, and Malibu make a ball numb. I can't even believe it. You guys ever drink that shit? 151? Or uh, fill the rest up with pineapple juice and then uh, it's cracking. The only defect is waking up like what's happened. Um, anyway, I used to drink that shit because I remember we were drinking lots of beers and I mean endless, just non stop cases and cases or kegs or whatever the fuck it was. It was ridiculous. It just took up so many fucking beers. I remember playing fucking beer pong with full fucking cups because it just it wasn't doing it anymore. Then you switch to the hard liquor, and then after a while, that doesn't really do much anymore. Then you start getting into the 151 and the moonshine and shit. Fuck it. Forget it. I remember people always steal your booze or whatever. You leave that 151 on the fucking thing. It's like someone takes it, or, or whatever, the moonshine. Someone takes a belt. They're like, wow. <laughs> it's like, that'll fucking, it'll fucking learn you. Anyway, um, yeah. Sometimes you lose your vision. Sometimes you fucking wake up like, wake up like, what's happening? <laughs> Where the fuck am I? I seem to have soiled myself. And, uh, you, yeah, you don't know who you're with, where you are. It's a fun life, I'll tell ya. Nothing but good times. Oh, shit, that was 151. Um, one minute, 51 seconds. Anyway, you guys like Tech 9 right? He's one of my faves. I fucking, that guy's a, guy's one of the best rappers. Just fucking phenomenal. Fuck, I don't know where I was. I just uh, paused to collect my thoughts, and I just started singing some old fucking Dean Martin thing. And, uh, I don't know. I couldn't think of anything to talk about for a while there. But um, I saved you guys from the singing at least. Fuck, I thought about recording that and I was like, no, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. For fuck's sakes. It's bad enough people are going to listen to you talk. You start fucking singing, you're going to lose the last 10 fucking listeners you have left. Anyway, um, I keep talking to my child. My baby can't speak quite yet. She's a, she's quite vocal for someone that can't, can't make words. So I keep using these awful, horrible accents, hoping that when she comes of age to when she starts talking, she's got an horrible accent just like her daddy, which hopefully is me. Because from the looks of it, I can't see a single resemblance in there. Then again, I don't look like anyone in my family either. And there's uh, theories that I was dropped off by a gypsy. And that's why I look like this, and no one else really does. But then I got an aunt that also looks like a gypsy that doesn't look like the rest of her family. So what the fuck is going on there? Anyway, um, and I do fancy myself quite a fucking bare knuckle boxer. Nah, I'm pretty fucking terrible at boxing. And also, my knuckles are way too fucked up to do a bare knuckle anymore. The worst fucking punch I ever fucking threw. I was so fucking mad at for some reason. And I'll never forget this because the pain was just fucking excruciating. It hit the middle knuckle on my right fucking... Um, I was punching frozen fucking foods. I used to try to do the Rocky thing. We didn't have whole fucking... Uh, 
pull cows or anything. This is like, a, so we said, find the biggest chunk of meat I could find. And then I just beat the living shit out of it. I have to get someone to hold it up for me. <laughs> but anyway, this time I was in the freezer and I was just really mad. I went to go punch a box and I didn't realize these were frozen turkeys. And I hit the fucking goddamn frozen fucking turkey right on the fucking like, I don't, it was like punching the hardest substance on this fucking planet, just like pure lead. And I remember it just felt like my, the, the, my knuckles are pointy, at least they were. And the fucking middle knuckle just like shattering right up my fucking arm. Like, I just remember the pain. Like, I'll never forget it. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? So anyway, yeah, that's a great story. I got fucking destroyed by a frozen turkey, an inanimate object. On that note, though, I don't know if you guys ever did this, but turkey bowling, I don't know if it's still a thing. And if it is, this is just a joke and this is uh, meant to be kept secret. But back in the day when there was the, the night shift, when the store was closed, you'd fucking set up ketchup bottles like bowling pins in the aisle and then you'd fucking launch a frozen turkey down the aisle. And uh, it was, it, I don't know, and I thought it was just one fuck. I thought it was a regional thing. But apparently, like, everyone that ever worked night shift in a fucking grocery store was doing this shit. And, and when I say everyone, I mean, yes, in the entire planet. Um, no, I mean everyone I talk to. That's at least, what, three, four people? Maybe five? Maybe a half dozen? This guy's got his fucking Sunday fucking best. He's watering the driveway. And he's got his fucking fancy... I don't know what the fuck is going on here. Sunday best fucking outfit. What are you doing, buddy? Either of those things are fucked. But both? You got all dressed up to water the driveway? Why? Why? You got this huge fucking property and you're watering the fucking driveway in your Sunday best. I, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, I got to stop heckling the people on the side of the fucking road. There was, <laughs> at least I'm in a vehicle. No one can hear me but you guys. Um, but there was a couple doing this shit. I was trying to walk my baby. My baby was sleeping. Some fucking crazy bitch yelled at us and woke my baby up. Um, she was coming in hot on rollerblades. She's like, ah, me she needed lots of room and it's like okay take it easy there old top like fuck my baby's sleeping now you woke her up and she's a heavy fucking sleeper too I'm, I'm a very noisy person on purpose well whether I like it or not but also it's to make sure my baby can sleep through loud loud noises <laughs> anyway um but yeah uh, when I finally was heading home this fucking couple was just walking around looking at everyone's houses and properties and just going on and giving their all their opinions of everything and uh i don't know they were talking about me and my baby too but i couldn't really hear my ears fucked up but i was just like i don't know i just said hello and petted their dog and um but yeah they're just going from house to house but oh, look at this place look what i got down with the garden here oh, i don't really like what they did with the deck here just <laughs> giving all their opinions to each other about everyone's house i wasn't i wasn't around when they got to my house i'd love to hear what they have to say but you know what i will say this i started doing uh, my uh, neighbor's lawns uh, we have very very small properties so it's nothing it's actually harder not to mow their lawns by accident but before I had the nicest lawn because both of like my neighbors their, their lawns were shabby and unkempt and um, and I used to pride myself on that but it's a metaphor here everything is a metaphor um, where my lawn wasn't that great but because I was comparing it to two really shitty lawns it appeared fantastic so these are two things I'm trying to say they're both they're actually the opposite one is 
um, to be happy with what you got. The grass isn't always green on the other side, which is a different metaphor. But on contrarily, don't compare yourself to fucking shit to make yourself feel better. That's not a good way to go about it. You should, you know, you should be trying to, um, not to outshine everybody else, but you should try better to fucking, um, you shouldn't compare yourself to the shittiest stuff, you know? It's like, it's like at work, you know? We don't try to just be as, just barely better than all the other shitty companies treating people like shit. That's like the way the phone company goes about things. Don't get me started on the fucking phone companies or like insurance companies, internet companies. Well, those are the same companies, internet, phone, whatever. It's like you're going to get fucked every which way. So you might as well just go with us because we'll fuck you a, a little less horribly than the other companies. That's pretty much, that should be pretty much the slogan. I'd respect any company that was that upfront and honest, but they're not going to be. But anyway, in our own personal life, forget about big shitty corporations. Um, you should try to be better. But also, if you're just the best and everyone around you sucks, well, I mean, what the fuck are you doing? You know what I mean? Or like, you know, people that just brag about how they know how to do everything, know how to do everything, and they're the best, and they do everything the best, and they blah, 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 blah. But it's like, you know what? You should be bragging about how you taught a bunch of other people how to do all that stuff, how you made other people better, how you made the world a better place instead of just making yourself the best ever. Um, so using that metaphor, it's like, well, instead of me having the best lawn, we all have nice kept lawns sort of thing, you know, uh, with, with very minimal effort. I didn't do much actually. And then the little girl next door made me this little fucking card that said, thank you, uh, for being a great neighbor or some shit. I thought the fucking neighbors finally give up on me because they realized I was a fucking loser. Because, uh, you know, sometimes little kids, they think you're cool because you're, like, older and you're bigger and you're, they think you're interesting. And then they get, like, uh, they start getting older and they're like, this guy's a fucking loser. And you're like, whoa, oh! Like, first you're relieved, they leave you alone. Then you're like, don't these guys think I'm cool anymore? <laughs> I can't wait till my little girl starts annoying the shit out of everybody. Just like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? That's, oh, jeez. Everyone knows that that the type of kid I'm talking about. Oh, there's a real cute dog on the porch. He's having a snooze. Um, you know what? Some say if you snooze, you lose. But I think a lot of people lose from lack of snooze, which is a perfect segue into the next thing I was going to talk about, which is uh, scientifically. And I got this from a scientific scientist. I don't know. I read it in the, I read it in a book. That's obviously a reference to uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, what the fuck's his name? Sam? Sam? I was going to say Kinnison. That's not right. Ah! Fucking read in the book! No. Uh, Sam. What the fuck is his name? It's going to bother me now. He only had one job. You had one job, Tarly. Tarly, there you go. One job. Your only job. I love I love using that reference to some fucks up one thing they were supposed to do. Um, anyway. He reads a lot of books. So when he was like, you know what I know that from? And they're like, let me guess, I read it in a book. And they make fun of him and um, for reading books. Because reading books is for fucking nerds. Fucking nerds. One tree per nerd. That's obviously a reference to the Christmas special, Trailer Park Boys. Back when uh, Corey and Trevor were fucking nerds. And so was J-Rock and uh, Tyrone. And... Um, <laughs> Oh, fuck. I love, I love how it's a prequel where everyone just, like, at the end is like, oh, this will never do this again. It'll, won't, this won't ever happen again. And it's funny because you know it's all going to happen again because you've seen all the 
future episodes. Well, I don't know if anyone's seen all of them. I, 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 I tapped out. Are you guys still all up to date? I, um, I love, um, I love that show. Fucking great. Anyway, where was I? Oh, um, the sleep schedule thing. The prime fucking times for human beings to sleep is both 3 a.m. and 3 p.m., okay? However, 3 a.m. for most people is a very logical, practical time to be asleep. But most people in this country, in this modern times, never get a sleep, a snooze. They're, you know, a lot of countries would and might even still have the fucking siesta going. I'm not sure. I'm not up to date on what other countries are doing. I just know in this country, um, we we don't have the fucking siesta. Or, you know, most people don't get the fucking three eight, the three p.m. nap. It doesn't have to be right at three p.m. But um, that is the uh, that is the ultimate time to sleep. If to to have an optimal uh, fucking functioning body and brain. Which I do not, so I'm not a good uh, reference here. But then again, I don't fucking sleep properly at night or during the day. And I never fucking will, because I'm fucked in the head. But anyway, um, yeah, I just, I love that idea of like, you know, being in some nice fucking fancy European joint. Well, not too fancy, but like some fucking really nice European country. And then like you eat a huge, your big dinner or your big meal is at lunchtime. And then you have a nice fucking nap, a siesta. Or you worked in the morning and then you have this big lunch, you know, have a few glasses of wine and then you're fucking have a nice nap and then maybe go back and do some work or whatever. But, um, and fucking when a World Cup game is on, the whole fucking world shuts down. It's just like nothing is going. It's just like until that soccer game is over or footy, footy football, whatever the fuck. And, um, I think that's kind of cool. But, uh, where was I? But anyway, it's completely anecdotal. My knowledge is not from actually going there. And it's only from a lot of people I've talked to. And I don't know, it might be credible, it might not. And I also, I didn't, I'm not even saying that this is what happens. I'm saying I like the idea of this. I phrase it that way because it segues into the next thing I'm going to say, which is to talk shit about someone who's talking to me, who's never been to Europe, who's like, you know, like, I can't remember country. I think they're talking about Greece. And they're like, you know, in Greece, you like go out to one place and you have a drink, then you go to another place and you have a drink, then you go to another place and you eat something, then you go to another place and you have a drink. And you just go to like 20 different fucking restaurants all night, every night. And it's just like, um, okay. Like, this is what everyone does in Greece every night. Like, I, I don't know if that's accurate at all. And it's like, it's not even based on you going there. Or even if it was based on you going there, it would have been your experience. And it's like, if I, I barely go anywhere ever, but I, for example, if I were to go to like Toronto or something, I would try, if I were going to have 10 drinks, instead of going to one place and having 10 drinks, I would try to have one drink in 10 different places because I want to experience as much as possible while I'm there. But again, that's my experience. That's not like, well, everyone who lives in Toronto goes out to fucking 10 bars every fucking night. And that's uh, everyone's experience. Millions of fucking people just uh, defined by like one person's experience or one story that one person heard or something. It's like, okay, yeah, that's, that's, that's solid, solid. It's like, um, I need a better reference, but it's like with Bill Burr and Paul Verzi were on tour in Canada. They went to like some fucking place and they tried to order an Ar Arnold Palmer and they're like, you can't get they're like, huh? And then after they were like, yeah, I guess people know, can't, no one in Canada knows who Arnold Palmer is, I guess, because they don't have golf here or some shit. It's like, 
You talked to one fucking person that didn't understand what you meant. Probably doesn't speak English or some fucking shit or couldn't understand your fucking stupid American accent. <laughs> and, um, and then all of Canada, millions and millions of fucking people. What are we up to, 40 million? There's probably the 30 million range people. Not one of us know who Arnold Palmer is or what fucking lemonade and iced tea are. We just, we've never heard of those things. Like we're fucking just, what? Based on one interaction with one fucking person in one restaurant. It's just like, oh God. But it's not just these guys doing it. It's everybody. Everybody does this. At some point you make some stupid, you know, comment like that or judgment. And it's just like, ah. It's, it's a very natural thing. It's, um, you're just trying to understand things. So you start oversimplifying the shit. You generalize. You fill gaps you f with, with fucking, a lot of times nonsense or just whatever the fuck you know. So it's like, you know, you go to a place, you talk to one person. And that one person, unfortunately, for better or for worse, will represent all of that country. And, um... Hopefully, you interact with more and more people. But yeah, I mean, well, I mean, it's unfair. What, what, what are people going to do? They got to fucking talk to a million people before they can make an observation about that land. But again, it's just like, well, those are the people that you fucking met. Um, anyway, I digress. Anyway, what are you going to do? Generalization happens, okay? happens uh every day and there's nothing you can do about it um oh my god i remember one uh fucking dickhead yeah actually I, I love that guy but he was also a dickhead you can love someone and they can be a dickhead okay um but uh actually yeah i don't want to name him by name that's uh i like to keep things anonymous but uh he's like ronnie baby anyone who knows this guy knows exactly who i'm talking about um it was just like, oh, what the hell is he? Oh, yeah, he kept saying I wasn't, I didn't live in Toronto. It's like, I live in Islington, man. Like, Islington is, yeah, it's Etobicoke, but it's part of the fucking greater Toronto area. It's part of Toronto. I take the fucking TTC. The station's right there. And then he's like, no. He's like, not only did he not accepting that I live in Toronto, he's saying I live in Mississauga. It's like, no, Mississauga is a different thing, buddy, I swear. And then, and it's like, well, where do you live? Where, where does Toronto live in, or begin and end for you? And it turned out this guy lived way out in the east end of Scarborough. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I was like, if you're going to chop off a piece of Toronto, it's not going to be the fucking west end. It's going to be that fucking where the light doesn't touch the kingdom, which is known as Scarborough. But anyway, there's gatekeepers everywhere. I just saw this lady that looked exactly like my wife. I was just giving her the look. And then, um, you know, it's funny. She looked exactly like my wife because it was, well, I'm 99% sure it was my wife. So now I got to go uh, drive her on the block here. Um, unless it wasn't. I do get mixed up sometimes. I'll have to ask her for ID. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure she has my baby there, so it better be my wife. We're going to punch this fucking woman in the head for taking my baby. Um... So anyway, uh, or if it's not my baby, I'm going to punch that baby for not being my fucking baby. That's fucking bullshit. Going around the block for no reason. But anyway, you get this all the time, this whole one true Scotsman thing where, uh, you know, people are like, oh, you know, you're not part of this, you're not part of that. They make up all these rules and whatever, and it's like, oh, whatever. Not a real Torontonian. 
what the hell do I got to do? One person said, oh, like, don't tell people you're from Rexdale if you're not from there. I'm like, I didn't say I was born under the Rexdale sun and I lived in like the really bad part of it, but I do live there and I did live there for quite a few years. Why am I not allowed to say that? All right, it turned out that was my uh, wife and baby. I got to pull over and smooch my baby. At least I hope it was, geez. Um, unless I just smooched a random baby, which can happen from time to time. Um, what's it called? What's what's with people who fucking will just like come up and try to touch your baby's face? Get the fuck. Like if you meet someone, do you touch their face? Do you do that? Is that something you do? I um I think it's kind of weird. But I don't know. I know some people that do stuff like that, but I I don't know. I've become a lot less comfortable with like personal space and, and human contact. I don't know. I don't know if that's just that's just everybody or if it's just me or um, why that is. I don't really give a shit. I never really thought too much about it. But that being said, don't touch my baby's fucking face. What are you doing? Oh, this is the little kid that lives next door. Hey, kiddo. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely thinks they're too cool to talk to old uncle fucking neighbor Ronzo anymore. <laughs> oh, shit. Fuck off. Um, anyway, I think this thing's breaking down now. Fucking guac sucker. Alright, guys, I love you. Be well. And, um, I can't think of anything else to say. I think that's all I got. Is, um, is there anything left? I don't know. I don't think I really said anything, to be honest. Has that ever been an issue, though? I mean, what the fuck? I'm here to fucking get content out, okay, guys? I am content with my content. You see what I did there? It's kind of like a double entendre. I don't know. It's kind of high level. I don't know if you guys are all going to get that. Um, really intelligent, uh, smart talking guy. That's it. What's up, everybody? Big Rodney Chip here. This is going to be a very fast segment. I have to run. And by that, I don't mean I got to go. I mean, I do. But I gotta actually fucking run. Um, so I gotta keep my fucking head in the game. Because once I start fucking talking, forget about it. You know, next thing you know, bada bing, bada boom. Um, hey, this guy works in the, uh, this guy on the side of the road here. He fucking pulls over like he's an emergency vehicle. Uh, he's just chit chatting with somebody across the road. But um, I like to heckle the folks on the side of the road. It's something I do roadside heckling, um, you know, if you guys ever need it, just call it and like AAA, you know, I will respond anytime, anywhere for a, uh, nominal fee, a monthly, uh, subscription, of course, everything's a fucking monthly subscription, I'm trying to learn sign language, and it's a, it's like 30 bucks a month for this fucking app, I'm like, dude, what the fuck, 30 bucks a month, are you out of your fucking mind? Are you going to come to my fucking house and move my hands for me, finger by finger, till I learn the fucking language? I mean, go fuck yourself. Why the fuck am I going to pay monthly for some fucking shit like that? Like, especially 30 fucking bucks. Are you out of your fucking mind? And it's just like there's... And you're competing with absolutely free. I'm using fucking hand signals right now. 
to uh, overemphasize this fucking this um, this point I'm trying to make. Anyway, this guy over here, he works in the elevator business. It's a very good business to work in. Um, but anyway, as far as it goes, it, it um, the elevator business, it has its ups and downs. That's what I was trying to get to. For fuck's sakes, guys. Anyway, I gotta actually run. I'm a busy guy. I'm so busy. Fuck. <laughs> I love you all. Be well. What's happening, everybody? Big Redhead Chip here, coming to you live from the Sunny Southlands. Just got out of the gym, went for a nice run. It was a short one, but I uh, I really pushed myself. Had to do it. I'm uh, really out of fucking shape. Out of fucking shape. I mean, it doesn't take too long to get back into it. I mean, it gets more and more challenging as you uh, get older. But I mean, whatever. The way I look at it, it's like you gotta push yourself to the fucking limit. So uh, the limit gets easier to get to every time. If you think about it that way, it's easier to run out of steam. It's easier to run out of strength um, and really push yourself to that limit or whatever. Or God forbid, try to push past it. Push it to the limit. The limit. Anyway, um, got and you gotta put that song on every fucking time. You know, I don't know. I, uh, my, uh, main goal now is just trying not to hurt myself, and that fucking sucks, because it's like, uh, you know, it's really hard to dance a fine line between pushing, to, pushing it to the limit and, uh, trying not to hurt yourself. <laughs> I'm gonna try to make a cool fucking 1980s montage song about trying not to injure my fucking shoulders or knees or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Fuck sakes. My post-workout song is, uh, is Trent Reznor's fucking I hurt myself today. Or even the Jonathan Cash one that's even more sad. Because didn't he die right after he did that? I don't know. He did a few covers, um, obviously. But uh, a lot, quite a long career. And the thing is, is all this shit is really simplistic and fucking whatever, but it was absolutely mind-blowing for the time it came out. And, and always remember, always, whenever you're listening to these fucking uh, right-wing cancelers that are saying, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad, they said Johnny Cash was the fucking demonic. He, he did fucking gospel music, but because his fucking music was considered rock and roll or whatever the fuck. It's like the most wholesome fucking music ever. Um, but him, Elvis, fucking, um, who else? Uh, Jerry Lee Lewis. Fucking, there's one more I'm trying to think of. Buddy Holly. They were all considered like horrible fucking demonic fucking demons. And, um, yeah, we're protested against relentlessly. So, anyway, it's, it's, um, it's always going to be something, is what my point being. And then eventually, you're going to see it as the most wholesome shit, and those guys will give up the fight. You gotta, that's the thing with people like that, you got, and it's not just those, that group of people. There's a lot of people that just want to fight something. But it takes two to tango. You just got to give it up. You just got to say, okay, whatever, okay, whatever. Don't feed the trolls. You just got to let it go. And uh, don't give any fucking reaction if people are trying to get one out of you. Um, unless you like reacting and getting upset about things, which is what most of us like doing. 
I love uh, that Sebastian Mascalco line that he's just like <laughs> when he's talking about getting outraged in the uh, and like freaking out about what everyone's doing in the gym or whatever. It's I always think of it. It's, he's one of my favorites. But uh, his wife's like, why don't you just do you? Why don't you just that? I'm, I'm not doing an impression of his wife because I've never heard her voice, but I'm trying to do a Sebastian Maniscalco doing, talking about, and then and talking to his wife. And um, it's like, why don't you just focus on you? And he's like, I this is what I do. This is what I like. I like to be bothered. I can't even remember the exact line, but it's just like, I like to be bothered. I like to be fucking irritated. I can't mind my own business. Um, and it's, it's funny because we're all like this to some extent. We just like to get upset about shit. Um, the one key difference though with uh, Sebastian Maniscalco, um, Bill Burr, uh, George Carlin, these are guys I, I really like, is they're really good at being, uh, out, they're really entertaining when they're um, being outraged and upset by things. In my, in my humble opinion and the opinions of uh, many others to verify that, not just me. Um, regardless, I mean, fuck, are people defined by the opinions of others? I don't know. I don't know. That's that's a rhetorical question. I don't entirely have an answer. I, and also, I think that's a, a question we can answer ourselves. You know, do you want to be defined by the opinions of others? Do I? I don't know. I think that in your life, you can uh, kind of go whichever way, but I think after you die... You, you would be defined by the opinions of others, right? So, in the long run, I would say, yeah, I guess so. But to govern all your fucking decisions that way or to worry that much about it, I don't know. That's one thing with the whole horse shit about fucking uh, social media is fucking... If you ever hang out with people that are obsessed with social media, I don't really hang out with anybody, but I remember hanging out with people that are just so fucking narcissistic, you know? They're just like, they just think of themselves as celebrities. They're more concerned about how they will fucking, they're more excited about the next day posting pictures and, and, and writing shit about this great fun time they had, but it's like they spent most of their, instead of having a good fun time, um, posing, getting dressed up to pose for pictures and to fucking, uh, Stop having a good time to get everybody to fucking uh, look at some stupid camera and pretend to be having a good time. And it's like, uh... now don't get me wrong. I'm glad when someone takes pictures of certain fucking things you're doing or whatever. But when it's just like you're having a good time, why can't we just have a good time? Or people that try to like film everything. And it's just like you can't just capture every fucking moment. And often you kill so many good times by doing so and all and then everybody's on edge or not being themselves because they're constantly being fucking um or, or being paranoid about being filmed or pictured or uh pictured is that how you say that pictured there's got to be a better way to say that photographed even that feels like an outdated fucking uh thing i've heard you know in the photograph machine you know someone's going to send a, tele a telegram to your uh your local post office about you. I don't fucking know. Oh my God, you know what fucking absolutely kills me? People who fucking bring their goddamn cell phones out at a show and try to film the whole fucking show. They put their phone like way up in the fucking air. Like, what are you doing? Like, most fucking live performances are going to be professionally fucking recorded by somebody. And if they're not, you know what the fuck a live performance is? That's experiencing something in real life. That's something 
we, uh, well, me personally, I never get to hardly ever fucking do for most part. Um, although I will say, <clears throat> my, they're mostly cover bands and shit. My town has a lot of fucking live performances going on in parks and shit. Uh, you know, and then they have that big festival every summer and they have, uh, bands and shit and a big concert. And it's fucking amazing. I absolutely love it. I, I feel so fucking lucky to live in, in such a great little town. Um, I get raped up the ass with taxes, but I feel like a small percent of that, um, goes to some really great stuff. They finally finished the path in the park. Um, so I, where I walk my, uh, there's a lot of paths in this really nice park and marina and all this shit. Um, and I love it. I absolutely love it. And also, like I was talking about trying to take care of my neighbor's like, uh, lawns to be a team player. I love that I have such a small little patch or, well, I mean, my, my wife and the bank own a fucking property. I don't own shit. And it's mostly the bank. Um, I never will. I never want to. It's like one of my, my good buddies I got to see recently. He's, he's talking about not owning things. And I, I like what he's saying. That, uh, you know, he's just talking about renting a place and not owning it. And I'm like, I really miss it in a lot of ways. Um, don't get me wrong, I'm very happy to come out of the closet as a homo. I have way too many closets. Um, and homo, obviously, is my short form for homeowner. But um, it's it's not easy to tell people you're a homo, especially your parents, you know. And uh, anyway, I was like, I, as much as I like the idea of, of pretending to own property, the thing is, it's all a fucking scam. Because at any moment, the government can say, fuck you, you don't own, we don't, you don't own this house anymore. And then you're fucked. Because not only did you put all your put all your money into the fucking piece of shit, but you've also put all your time and energy fixing the place up. Now, the thing is, I've did that a lot in a lot of rentals. And most of my landlords were cons. Not all. Cunts. And there's cunts on both sides. There's really shitty tenants as well. Um, and I would never fucking overgeneralize either side. But I would still fix the place up, not just for some shitty landlord, or even for some good landlord necessarily. Well, actually, one of my landlords was my uncle. He's a really, really awesome. Probably the best fucking landlord you could ever get. Um, well, depending on how you look at it, right? Because he was so awesome to us and his other tenants because he took such amazing care. Like, my uncle doesn't rest. He doesn't take it easy. He would just keep fixing up the properties and shit and making sure everything was running perfectly. And he didn't want any more than a fair fucking... Like, he was asking way less than uh, anyone else was for rent. I think, uh, I mean, I think that the, being a landlord is kind of shitty, but if you are, if you can't afford to buy a fucking house and there is landlords, my uncle is definitely the best. Actually, now he runs his, uh, condo there because he's so good at, he's absolutely phenomenal at property management. He's, um, I don't know, big, I'm a big fan of my uncle. I could go on and on and on. And I don't mean like this in past tense, uh, because I'm talking about past times like he's dead. He's my only living or whatever, uh, uncle. On my side, anyway. Like I said, I adopted uh, all my wife's uncles as my own. Because what am I going to do? I need more uncles. I never... Uh, <laughs> it's funny. My uh, brother-in-law was talking about having a snowmobile. I'm like, oh, I never had one of those. And he's like, yeah, you're you're poor. And he's talking about all this shit. He's like, I never had one of those. And then he's like, uh, yeah, I used to go snowmobiling with my dad. I'm like, yeah, I never had one of those. <laughs> he lived a very rich life. No, I don't. I don't. It was just like a dark joke. But um, I, I don't cry about fucking being unfortunate at all. Like I said, it's so fucking relative. I was so fucking lucky to have so many fucking things. And like, yeah, my dad died young. 
a lot of people are like, oh, it's so sad. It's like, it really wasn't, because, I mean, it was at the time, I'm sure, but, like, my dad's been dead since I was, like, a few months old. It's like, I have not had to fucking deal with any um, heavy trauma. Like, it's so much harder to deal with, like, when you, you know, you grow up with someone, you get really close with someone. It's just like, it's like, it's like compared, like, someone who uh, was born without an arm, you know, or if someone lost their arm when they were, like, a few months old, they would have lived their entire life without it, and you just accept that you don't have that thing. You don't even think about it, because you don't miss it, because you, you don't know what it's like to have not have it. It's, I, I don't want to feel, like, heartless, because that can happen. You get grow really, really heartless, um, or you don't feel anything. Now, it's like when you fucking do some crazy shit, and you fuck your back up, and you don't feel it, um... And then you'll go to, like, lift a goddamn fucking glass of water, and you're like, ah, and your fucking back tweaks out. Because you didn't, your body, like, kind of goes into shock because it can't deal with the shit at the time. Because it thinks you're in serious danger because you're hurting yourself real bad, your shoulders, especially your back, um, whatever it is. And then the pain will fucking shoot in later like a fucking bat out of hell. And um, emotional pain is far more delayed often. It's different for everybody. It's different for every situation. But if you, if you can't deal with it right away, for whatever reason, it doesn't disappear. It doesn't just fucking evaporate. And you can be the most like unfeeling piece of shit for so fucking long, but that shit's still inside you and it'll come out in so many different fucking ways. And, um, I mean, you don't have to deal with it, but you're going to end up dealing with it in some way, shape, or form. So it's kind of better to try to do it on your own fucking terms. Regardless, I'm just talking about you don't have... Like, I didn't have to fucking deal with that shit. Other people did. Um, I had to deal with other stuff in my life that, um, you know, was really rough and shit. But, I mean, fuck, that's everybody. So, I don't uh, ever like to fucking feel bad um, about, about like, there's there's more than enough shit to feel fucking bad about. And, like, I don't want to make anyone else feel bad. Like, oh, you know, because it is a natural thing. It's like, oh, my daddy died or whatever. Like, now at this age, it's like so many people have dead dads, it's, it's more than fucking normal enough. Um, but, uh, you know, when you're a little kid, it's like, oh, and I remember um, there was like some special program for kids with uh, whose parents died. It was almost like a little support group in elementary school. And I remember feeling like an imposter because I didn't feel sad like these other guys. Like, you know, I didn't feel it. And um, I was just happy. It was, it was often came up during a shitty class that I didn't want to do. So I was like, yeah, sweet. Let's go to this fucking feelings fucking festival. And um, I'm just going to sit here and pretend to... Uh, <laughs> I at one point because I felt bad because I had nothing to contribute. I made up some bullshit about how I was like... Me and my brothers were crying. Like, wait. Like, I died, my dad died when I was like a fucking baby. So this never happened. And I was just like, oh, yeah. I kept asking my mom, like, when is dad going to come home? And he just he just never came home. <laughs> like, I don't know where I come up with this story. It's very creative as a child. <laughs> I love creative writing or just making up stories or just fucking bullshit um and this one was beautiful uh little did i know you know later on in life i'd be having to sit in um meetings now <clears throat> i never bullshitted in those meetings because people were pouring their heart out i'm talking about addiction meetings or any sort of support group meeting i would never bullshit i'd say nothing or i would tell the honest truth but now a lot of people are like wow i don't want to end up like these people and I, I, um people who tell you these fucked up stories I, I don't even want to share them because it's you know it's, it's confidentiality 
but I heard some shit. Like, well, me, I was just like, yeah, I'm not so bad. Like, I was talking about this before with the lawn thing. Don't compare yourself to the fucking most fucked up people and say, I'm, I'm doing well. Because, like, compared to, like, a half these people in there, I'm like, yeah, I'm doing fucking great. And so many people are surrounding myself with, like, just at the lowest rung of fucking society. And I don't mean that to talk down to them. I mean, people are just doing really, really shitty. Like, homeless addicts, fucking just psychopaths, fucking... Uh, and, and you get around these people and you're like, ah, I'm not doing so bad, you know, I'm doing really well. And in a way, it's like, it's a great way to do that sometimes to appreciate everything you have. Like, I get to sleep inside, I get to eat food um, almost every fucking day. I get to uh, drink water that's not filthy. Um, well, no, at the time I was drinking a lot of dirty fucking water. Eventually, you know, I kind of regret becoming a water snob because I started distilling my own water because my water was so fucking dirty and now I can't drink regular water it's like taking a shot of Jack Daniels it's like ah, like my throat closes up um, like if you drink moonshine your, your body like shuts down like you can't see your throat closes up if you drink it straight it's just like ah! um, that's what I'm like with really dirty water um, and I like to think I'm imagining that and I could just drink dirty water, but every time I take a sip, like, not knowing, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, even, like, blind taste test. I remember me and one of my good buddies, actually, I just talked to him. He's over in, he's over in Vietnam. It's a whole other country. I love how he explains that. I love when people explain things like that. At least uh, Forrest Gump is slow in the fucking head. Actually, I just, uh, I, I think that book went on sale on Kindle. I read that book in like two days. I was going through a bit of a patch, and I was—it was such a good book. It was such a great um, break from reality. I had fucked up my life really bad, and I just needed to fucking not face it for a couple days. Um, worse than when you just fuck up your own life is when you fuck up the lives of others and people you care about. And I'm telling you, it's—you uh, don't realize just how connected you are to people because sometimes you can feel disconnected, and. Um, Anyway, that's, uh, I'm speaking very vaguely because I don't want to go into detail. I don't mind incriminating myself, obviously. Actually, no, I go to great lengths not to incriminate myself in many things. Like, this is all just humor. This is all just uh, entertainment. So, there's no actual... Uh, wow, these guys are doing a phenomenal job. I complain a lot about the, uh, the um, delays and shit. Like, I don't really give a shit, but um, they're doing a phenomenal job on this road. This is already the best road in this area. It's the main highway, Highway 3. Goes from Buffalo to Detroit. Um, Detroit. Some people say Detroit. It, I, I used, it used to bother me. I don't really give a shit when people say... I, I try not to give a shit about people like semantics and people saying things slightly different than me because I know how fucking stupid that is. But Detroit, what the fuck are you doing? Why would you ever say it that way? Um... And also, Gordon Lightfoot said it that way, and I love him. So now it's like, well, if he can do it, then I just got to let this shit go. Except for things like irregardless. I'll never fucking get used to that. Irregardless. Like, it's a... Ah, you fucking skifos. Um, it's a suffix and a prefix. Uh, it's redundant. It's so fucking annoying. Um, it's redundantless. No, wait, that's wrong. That's wrong. Um... I don't know, fuck, but anyway, yeah, so anyway, this highway goes from fucking, uh, Detroit to, uh, Buffalo, or, uh, if you're on the Canadian side, Windsor to, um, 
I'd say four Erie's where it crosses over. But uh, actually, Buffalo is quite a beautiful city. Um, if you look along the, uh, if you ever get down here, do a little trip around the Niagara region. If you if you ever get down to this area, go all through um, like start around like St. Catharines. That's the port um, at the north end that connects Ontario to Lake Erie, Lake Lake Ontario to Lake Erie, and then. Um, don't drive in St. Catharines because it's fucking hell. Actually, that's when I destroyed my wife's car and almost killed us. It was fucking uh, just trying to take her on a nice drive. I planned all through St. Catharines. Don't ever drive through St. Catharines. This fucking place was designed by absolute fucking retards. And um, it's just so fucking retarded. I don't, I don't know if I'm supposed to use that word anymore, but if I am, even if I'm not, that's the only way to describe the road system there. Anyone who's been there knows precisely what I mean. That's a uh, quote from a Primus song about the DMV. I don't know if you guys are Primus fans. It's a very, very acquired taste. You either love them or hate them. There's no in-between because it's, uh, it's a fucking weird-sounding... Um, they, they, they just have a very weird sound. You either fucking learn to love them or you just think they're fucking weird or whatever there's a lot of bands like that but anyway he's singing about the dmv and that's a very universal concept we have um, what do we have here service ontario now out here it's fucking phenomenal my experience has been absolutely amazing but when i lived in the fucking gta going to the goddamn fucking service canada or service ontario was such a fucking nightmare so anyway um let's play pool made a whole song about uh, the DMV and how it's fucking horrible. Uh, actually, it's funny. Um, Frank Zappa was talking to, was it Letterman? I don't know. He was on some show. And he was like, you don't have a car? I heard you. Like, you don't drive. He's like, no, and I never will. And they're like, what do you mean? Like, I, I can't even imagine not having a vehicle. It would be funnier if it's Leno, because you know how passionate he is about cars. Um, regardless. Um, he's like, no, it's like, I just, there's no part of me that will ever do that. He, he's far more intelligent and eloquent when he speaks. Uh, he's quite a genius in my humble opinion, uh, Frank Zappa. And he was just like, it is such a fucking nightmare, or, or however he said it. He's like, it's such a nightmare to go in there and stand there all day and be treated like shit. And hours and hours, he's like, it'll never be worth it. I'll just I'll walk, I'll take a cab, I'll ask someone for a ride. You know, I'll never, ever um, go through that shit. And I found that very, uh, I, I find it fascinating that, like, you know, even, like, an incredibly wealthy and world-famous fucking composer would be like, no, not fucking doing it, no. Um, and, I, and I fully respect that. I mean, I need to drive for work. Um, but I, I really miss not having, actually, right now I don't own a vehicle. Going back to what one of my friends say, um, about not uh, owning things, and I love that. I love not giving a fuck about stuff. Now, I should take better care of this vehicle and my property and all that, and I try to take it in for regular fucking maintenance, or at least stop trying to, or trying to stop smash it up. I'm, uh, I can't even talk. I'm smashing up my words as well. I've become really fucking, like, absent-mindedly, uh, absent-minded in the last uh, few years where I just lose control of my body functions and trip and fall and smash into shit and smash cars and vehicles and trucks and um, it's fucking terrifying because I spend a, a good chunk of every single day of my life carrying my baby around and I'm just so afraid to drop her or bump her or whatever. I haven't um, actually dropped her yet. I fumbled her a few times. I haven't actually dropped her. Um, 
but it just it terrifies me. It's like, fuck. But anyway, um, where, where was I? The Service Ontario, Service Canada experience here, like going to City Hall in my town, is just, it's been such a fucking pleasant experience for me. Especially after going through hell. You have to go through hell to appreciate. Because a lot of people just like, they just expect this shit. And it's like, and that, that should be the case. You should just get a good time. But you ne should never be a cunt about it. Um, or even going to the courthouse. Oh, and I forgot I had weapons on me. I always have weapons. Um, or tools. I have tools. I, I don't... Um, if, if tools get used as weapons, it's one thing. But uh, I would never, ever... And guys, this is some free advice right here. Never, ever fucking admit that your weapons are weapons. They're all tools and you would never... And if you have a baseball bat, carry a fucking glove with you. Um, and if you have gas pipe, like me... Well, now I'm a civilian, but I'm always doing gas pipe, plumbing pipe. Like, well, if you're a homo... Or you know someone who is, then you're there is a loophole. I don't want to get too into it, where you're allowed to um, work on. What the fuck are we doing, girls? These guys are fucked. Anyway, um, that was sexist. I shouldn't have said girls. What are we doing, assholes? Fucking dickheads. You fucking twats. Um, where, where was I? I don't fucking know. Was I anywhere? Does it fucking matter? I, I'm just trying to say uh, how how happy I am about all the positive uh, experiences I have after going through hell. Like my gym, for example, I was just she was uh, these guys were camped out, and I didn't want to talk to anyone. I didn't have anything prepared, you know. It's like I there's sometimes where I would be social, sometimes where I have no fucking time or effort or energy to fucking talk to anyone. But I they they go so far over and above for me at that place. Um, and like I, another another fucking place where I've gone through hell with other gyms have just completely fucked me left, right, and center. So, um, for this one to take, you get the fuck away from me. I'm going to pull over. I want you to follow me. I'm going to take you into the woods here and, um, and that'll be that. You'll fucking, you'll see some beautiful fucking nature for the rest of your fucking life. Uh, fuck. Anyway, guys, I love you all. I, um, I was just listening to previous ones earlier because I'm forcing myself to do it. I get I cringe when I listen to my own fucking voice. It's such a jerk off. Um, but uh, yeah, fuck you. Sorry, I meant to hang up before that. Hang up, <laughs> hang up on this fucking one-way call. No, it's way more than a one-way call. It's me. It's more like a voice message, me leaving you guys a message, and, uh, and yeah, and you, you guys, I, honestly, feel free to give me any feedback you want. Um, Big Ron the Champ at Gmail, is it Big Ron? No, AskBigRon at gmail.com. Uh, I'll give out my phone number, how oh, fuck off. You guys already have my number, but uh, you can email me there and uh, talk to me anytime. I love you all, be well. What's happening, everybody? Big Brian and Chip, you're having a fucking super day. I need to get myself a vehicle. I went and test drove a vehicle. I went to one of my favorite dealerships. I fucking hate most dealerships. I hate most of those cocks, those fucking smooth-talking fucking salesmen and fucking saleswomen. 
Um, we need a fucking gender neutral, a, a fucking for, uh, gender neutral term for seller of vehicles. Uh, rapist, uh, financial rapist, I think is the proper fucking term. That's gender neutral. Um, let's let's just call a fucking spade a spade. That's a that's a racial slur itself too. So I won't use that. We'll call a club a club. I mean, these are all fucking hard terms, but anything that's been used derogatorily, it's been ruined. I'm not gonna fucking use that shit here on this podcast. I've already said enough stupid shit to fill a fucking, um, to fill a book. I love that expression, but you don't know could fill a book. It's like, that makes me sound like the smartest person ever, implying that the amount of knowledge that I don't fucking have only fills one fucking book. Um, shit. Anyway, I've been writing a book for a while. I don't know why I'm using present tense. Um, because I haven't worked on it. Oh, I'm working on the novel! I'm working on the novel! Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Not to name names. Obviously, we're anonymous here, but, uh, one time, um, my, one of my buddies... I wasn't there, he was telling me this story. Uh, this guy was puking his guts out and he was all fucked up. And he was trying to do that bit from Family Guy where he's like, oh, I'm working on the novel, I'm working on the novel, got a protagonist there, got an ending story. I fucking don't remember any of the bit. But he was trying to do it and he was doing this high-pitched fucking voice while he was puking. And it was so confusing and also unsettling. Um, to hear. <laughs> but I have such a clear memory, even though I wasn't there when this happened. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck, that's funny stuff. Anyway, I don't think that guy listens to this podcast, but if anybody, uh, if he does, it's, uh, it's a good story. It's not my story to tell, but I mean, fuck, I, I only have so many fucking stories. I gotta start fucking using other people's as well. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's an app I would love to have. Just one that keeps track of who, um, like what fucking anecdote stories and fucking shit that you've told and who you told them to. And every time you go to tell someone the same dumbass fucking shit, like if it's been a few years, maybe you get to do it again, but like, it like, not just goes, eh, like, but it like fucking electrocutes you. So you just stop doing it. I'm vicious for this shit. And I hate it because I know I've got so much fresh, fresh material um, or at least shit, I just, I don't want to tell people the same shit over and over again. As, as much as I'm sure I do it here a lot, that's, fuck, it is what it is. But, again, I need this fucking app or whatever to keep track. Somehow, I'm not really sure how this would work. I guess it had to listen to everything you're fucking saying. And, um, or you'd have to, like, somehow insert all of your anecdotes, all of, all of your thoughts, all of your stories. And uh, it would catalog them for you. I don't know. I just want this shit to exist. I don't want to fuck it, invent it. I don't want to implement it. I just want it to be there. I don't need, you know. I hate when people think they invented like some incredibly obvious thing. I thought of that. It's like even if you did, even if you did, you didn't fucking invent it. You're a fucking dickhead. You're a do nothing shitbag. I make. I, mean, I like to get mad at these people made of straw that are. I'm not thinking of a very specific person. Um, I mean, I could give you a list of 
lists of names and addresses if you want. Um, no, I mean, I can think of specific times people said this. Um, two, two examples come to mind. I think I've already said this before, but it's the one, it's one girl that thought that she came up with like Adidas stripes that are like, um, flags. It's like, first of all, I'm pretty sure if you go on the website, you can get custom fucking anything and get shoes made up any color you fucking want, any flag. And like, you don't think they thought of using the fucking stripes as flags. It's like, first of all, I'm not even convinced they haven't already done that, but like, she was just like, so convinced that she was the only one that ever thought of that, and how stupid the fucking shoe companies were that didn't fucking do it, and it's like, ah, actually, no, I know for a fact, I designed a bunch of custom websites on, uh, I did not design a bunch of custom websites, I designed a bunch of custom tracksuits on a website that will make any tracksuit you want. It's supposed to be if you have like a sports team or whatever, but I just wanted a bunch of custom tracksuits. So I designed them all, and I sometimes I even did ones that were, um, like had flag themes or whatever, because I thought that would be cool. I, I was trying out a whole bunch of different ones, and I made ones for my, uh, with my company logo and my, my company name, like Heatray Mechanical and shit. And I was gonna have them made up, but then I just, I didn't. And, uh, I mean, what are you going to do? I, I mean, I wasn't going to spend that kind of money on tracksuits, even though, uh, I would have, I would have loved to, um, I used to be a big, big fan of the tracksuits. I still, I still think they're cool, but, uh, I don't know. Well, once they all got destroyed, I just didn't replace them. But now, actually, me, me, I got three Adidas jackets left. Um, out of the fucking uh, tracksuits. I got two green ones, because the green ones didn't come out as often. They were more like, you know, just St. Paddy's Day, the occasional event, but um, I could talk tracksuits all fucking day. Um, I can't remember what colors I used to have. I used to have so many. I, I, there was a couple black ones. White, white was rough, because I'm a very filthy fucking person. I live a very dirty lifestyle, so to keep a fucking white tracksuit on the road was quite challenging. I mean, to keep it clean, I'm saying. Um, I'm not good at staying clean at all. I'm a very fucking roll around in the dirt, get my fucking hands dirty constantly type of guy. And uh, actually, it's very challenging all through COVID and shit to try to keep myself clean and disinfected. And also, now that I have a baby, it's trying to keep, keep myself like from being fucking completely filthy all the time. You know, because she'll, like, chop on my fucking hands and shit, and it's like, ah, fuck, you know, I can't have a bunch of chemicals and shit and poison her and kill her. You know, you gotta think of these things. But, uh, of the many fucking things you gotta worry about, that's not that big of a deal. What was my point? Oh, okay. Getting back, the second fucking, um, oh yeah, I was just talking about tracksuits I used to have. This is a fucking fun topic. Uh, I had a maroon one, and it was from some company called Sunbelt. I really liked it. It was a uh, nice, nice shiny velour look. It wasn't real velour, but it was like that shiny look um, from some company. Uh, yeah, Sunbelt or something. And, I, and the, the Adidas ones I was getting, I think, were knockoffs. It was like Jadidas or some shit. And I remember getting really cheap ones from Argentina. I called it the Largentina because the fucking extra, extra large was like this fucking medium here. North America, in this country, well, I won't say North America, there's a lot of small Mexicans as well, um, 
but anyway, the fucking sizes are fucked around the world. People are such drastically different sizes. So the word large, extra large, whatever the fuck, these fucking words don't mean shit. Um, but anyway, where was I? But yeah, I remember buying tracksuits for like 30 bucks and then it's like $40 for shipping. But it was the shipping company I found out later on. They're fucked, but they were an up-and-coming shipping company. At the time, they weren't that fucked. Uh, eventually, they, uh, like, now they're fucked. But, um, it was, you know, now looking back, you know, it's uh, paying over 100% for fucking shipping. Is uh, It wasn't too bad, because I was supporting an up-and-coming fucking company. You know, I, I like to think, overthink things so that I can feel good about them. Um, but anyway. And it's, it's always great to fucking get stuff from South America. A lot of great stuff comes out of there. Um, you know, and a lot of stuff can come along with it. You never know, right? Um, regardless. I remember uh, an old friend. He uh, he couldn't help it. He uh, I think I just told this story recently. I don't fucking know. Um, but we were loading up a shipping container for him and he was talking about what he had to fucking go and declare and they're like, do you have anything to declare in like your shipping container or whatever? And he's like, other than my two kilos of cocaine, no. And they're like, Because they're like, you can't joke about that shit. Like, we have no, like, and he's like, oh, like, he's, he just can't help himself. <laughs> he's fucking hilarious, but he just cannot help himself. And I get it, I get it, I have, on a personal level, because when I think I have something funny to say, I'm like just dying, dying. Um, oh, God, I was talking to my wife and her friend a, a while ago, and they were talking about stuffed animals or something, and then I couldn't help it. I had to tell this hilarious story about how I inherited my brother's stuffed animal, and it had a hole in it. And then I was like, I found out later why it had a hole in it. It wasn't a very big hole either. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, <laughs> to me it was such a funny story. Uh, and I was like, my brother really loved this stuffed animal. And then I'm like, no, I mean, he really loved it. And that's why it had a hole in it. It was fucked. <laughs> At least that's what, uh, that's what I found out. And I was like, ah, whatever. It is what it is. You know, there's worse things in life. Um... See, luckily, when you're that young, you're shooting blanks, so it wasn't, uh, it wasn't as bad as it could have been, right? But, anyway, enough has been said on the subject. Um, where were we? Oh, yeah, so anyway, on that note, what I do is um, find a, if you're ever going to buy clothes, find the measurement, find that fucking thing that you have, whatever the fuck it is you're buying, find the one that fits you the best, whether it's like um, shirts, shoes, fucking anything. If you're gonna buy online, online shopping is fantastic, but find the exact, every single dimension. Measure the thing that fits you best, and then match it up as close as possible. You might have to do some conversions from metric to imperial and back and forth, but it's definitely worth it. Um, and uh, yeah, so. Fuck, do that. I don't know, my size used to, like, it's like my body size used to change so fucking drastically. I'm, I'm fucking somewhere around 220, 240 now, between there, but I used to, go, like, go anywhere between 200 and 280, and, like, drastically. 
um, just from overeating and undereating and or whatever and fucking I don't know I haven't I haven't been to either extreme in a long fucking time but I, I got just below 200 a while ago but I look like I was dying like I'm just not built to be that small but I don't know I might have to fucking slim down again because it's just it's so much for your heart to pump all that fucking extra uh, blood around the fucking you know it's like, it's like having a train system that just doesn't accommodate the full fucking... Or, or you know, it's, it's, it's got to keep adding and adding and adding. It's, it's so much extra work. And, um, anyway, I've, I'm already pretty high on the probability... Or high on the list of probabilities that I will have a heart attack. But I'm hoping to get another... As much, as much fucking uh, time as possible. Not just time, but functionality is, is my biggest concern now is um, just being able to work for another decade or two. Um, the thought of fucking living and not being able to work is far worse than the thought of dying. To me, anyway. Because, like, that's why I'm, another reason I'm afraid to fucking climb on and off ladders past fucking one story is because I can very easily fall and fucking uh, die or fucking worse, get goddamn crippled. And that would fucking just kill me. But I won't give up. What I will do is I'll be podcasting a lot more, but then I'm going to pursue my fucking life as a, a fucking comedian. And it'll be so fucking sad. Because I'm not, I'm terrified of speaking in front of people. But I'll, if I have to wheel myself out in a fucking wheelchair and do comedy, I will. I mean, I can write some stuff that's pretty good. I've written a ton of stuff. Um, but yeah, to actually fucking perform it. Oh, fuck. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. There's a lot of lame-ass fucking dickheads out there, a lot lamer than me, that fucking succeeded. Uh, it's a very challenging business. Uh, any fucking form of show business has a lot of fucking uh, um, shit that goes along with it that you don't want to deal with. But regardless, I'll only do it if I'm fucking desperate enough. Right now, I can still kind of make a living, uh, you know, doing physical work, which is something I fucking love, and, uh, I've, al I've always loved it, so I'm gonna keep fucking doing that shit as long as I can. I could also fucking sell shit at my work eventually, um, I don't know, that, that, that's a different skill set that I'd have to learn. The other thing is being knowledgeable, and the thing is, is my fucking mental state is de depreciating rap more rapidly than my physical state, so, um, that's that's an issue as well. So to find <laughs> to, to, to fucking um, think of jobs you can do once you're a fucking pretty much a brain dead fucking cripple is uh, it's it's pretty rough. You know? it's, uh, but you know I don't I don't plan on on these things. It's just these things can happen, right? I'm trying to trying to fucking. Um, get a lot of ducks in the row. But anyway, I gotta buy a fucking vehicle. I test drove a vehicle today. I looked at the wonderful selection, and uh, I'm just looking for the cheapest piece of shit that will still fucking work for whatever. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to finance it through the fucking business, so if I do have to uh, pay out of pocket, um, I'm just going to fucking have to use my vehicle way more for personal shit. Um, I mean, I don't mind already fucking doing work on the side, um, but I'm 
going to have to do a fuck of a lot more. So, whatever. I mean, we're all in this together, right? We're all in the same sort of boat. Um, well, I mean, if we were all sharing a boat, we could share the payments. It wouldn't be so bad. Um, but there's not enough waterways to get around. So, an automobile is pretty much mandatory. Where I live, there's no transit. There's no fucking... Uh, I don't even know if there's cabs. Um, to be honest, I, I fucking... Well, I, I, I know there's cabs. There's fucking... That's the other thing. I'm just going to Uber. I'm going to be a fucking Uber driver. You guys are going to have to listen to me podcast with all these people in the background. Like, shut up. Shut up. I'm recording. <laughs> Where are we going anyway? Fuck. <laughs> You're going to hear a lot of that. Actually, I'm going to probably use like a Middle Eastern accent for some reason. I decided. I'm going to have to fucking work on that. I wanna, I'm going to be a Persian guy. Um... I don't know why. <laughs> That's what I'll, I just want to be a Persian uh, cab driver. So um, that's what I'm going to do. Anyway, you know, at one time a Persian guy I never even met he just drove me all across from Scarborough to fucking back to Etobicoke. He didn't even charge me. I was very, very happy with that. Very generous of him. Um, it was a long fucking story, actually. I think it was my buddy's uncle or some shy don't fucking know. Um, regardless, I was in Scarborough, so I would have taken any fucking ability to get out, especially at night. Oh my god, get me the fuck out of that place. Um, my poor ma had to fucking grow up there. That's rough. But anyway, what are you gonna do? Actually, I'm really excited. I'm going home to do some plumbing. I haven't done any plumbing in a while. It's one of the only fucking things I enjoy um, as far as working on the house. It's one of the only things I know I'm really, like, I'm good at it. And, um, so i got to replace some fucking shit. Actually, i got to fucking drill some holes in my floor, too, which I'm a little gun-shy because the last time I fucking got right into the main fucking internet cable, um, and that fucked everything up, but... Ah, uh, what are you going to do? I screwed up. Actually, wait, uh, I uh, drilled up. One time I actually fucking used uh, wood screws that were too long. This guy had a razor-thin fucking floor. His entire floor was like less than half an inch. Piece of shit fucking floor. It's like quarter-inch fucking particle board with like this shit fucking linoleum that he just put down. And then we put in like a one-inch screw and it popped the fucking linoleum right up. But anyway, the point of this story was... I told my boss, hey, I screwed up, because usually you're supposed to screw side to side when you're strapping shit, and then um, it just goes into the joist, but I said, hey, I screwed up, but he, he was pretty pissed, I don't know, if, I think, no, I think he chuckled a little, he gave me a smile, um, and then he probably docked my pay like $3,000, <laughs> uh, he was always fucking stealing from us, but he stole, he, he was very clever, he knew how to steal just enough so that we were... Uh, like, even with him stealing from us, he knew that we, uh, were making just enough to keep us fucking going. And then, um, hey, who's this? Oh, Some guy's driving the same vehicles as this drives. Actually, I'm going to drive the same vehicle as well, if all goes to plan. But, uh, actually, I kind of, I, I don't know. I just need something really, really small. I'm looking, I'm, I'm looking at an Encore, because that's what my wife drives, and I love it. I'm very... 
and we really enjoy driving it. I just love little hatchbacks now, that's all I want. But I would go even smaller because I have like no fucking parking and I want to park in my garage. That's, I'm really excited about parking in the garage because right now I don't really have a parking spot. I have to parallel park on the street every day. And um, it sucks in the winter because then the plow can't get in. Um, I mean, they have to plow the back way too. The worst was the one, one of the really bad snowstorms we got last winter. Uh, the fucking plow was trying so hard to get down that alleyway. But every fucking time he came by, he came by at least three times. And I could see him just like, fuck, again, because someone got stuck. And then, some, you know, you dig one guy out, and then another. Then as soon as he's clear, another guy fucking gets stuck in the, like, in the same alleyway. And then another guy gets stuck, and it's like, you're getting stuck because it's not plowed. But it's not getting plowed because you guys keep blocking the alley with your vehicles. I almost did the same because I was in such a fucking, uh, I, I was so pissed off and wanted to go to work. I ended up, I can't remember what the fuck I ended up doing, but, uh... I think I just spent all day just shoveling shit, and then finally, these assholes left the fucking thing clear long enough to get the plows down there, and it was like, for fuck's sakes, guys. I'm embarrassed on behalf of the neighborhood here. Like, what are you doing? But, uh, anyway. Oh, dude, are you actually crossing here? Oh my god, what a fucking dude. I cross here every day, and just like, no crosswalk where this guy's going. Now this guy's just running the stop sign. Don't look at my fucking lights, buddy. I will fucking murder your whole family. You just cut in front of me and almost fucking killed that idiot at the crosswalk. Now you want to look at my eyes? Fucking cocksucking idiot. Sorry, guys. I tried to leave less road rage on the fucking podcast here. Um, I get really angry in my neighborhood, especially because I. Uh, well, any residential neighborhood when people drive like cons, I made that very clear that it's not just my neighborhood. I don't want anyone being like that. Um, especially looking in my eyes, it makes me crazy. I can't fucking stand when people look in my eyes. I don't have any candy. Um, I just like completely run out of candy. I don't even keep any in the car. The sugar makes me sleepy. I'd rather fucking drink alcohol than fucking eat candy. So why is anyone looking at my eyes? Nobody should ever be looking at my eyes. Unless they want the fucking left hook. Or worse, the right. Uh, anyway, I love you guys. Be well. Talk soon. I don't know why. I, I always think I'm on like a fucking phone call or whatever. Um, that's how I wrap these things up now.